Before we begin, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Amazon Music for partnering with us on this episode of Three Techies Banter. But you'll hear more about this later on the episode. Let's get right into today's episode. So uh, as we are progressing through our shots, uh, we felt that, uh, you know, we should also be engaging the audience more. So I think we're going to start putting some posers in the middle of all our shots now. So one such poser that I came across and this is very interesting is that if you throw up a ball and you catch it or you bounce it and catch it, you it maybe takes a second. So it comes back to you. So it's like literally in the same place. But is it really in the same place? Because guess what has happened in that one second? In that one second, the earth has moved 18 miles on its axis. So basically, depending on where you're looking at it, that ball could have actually moved 18 miles. So, you know, that's a little interesting thought experiment on theory of relativity for you. And on to some crime thriller and science fiction. So, you know, we are so intrigued by this whole CSI and, you know, science and forensics and all. But there was this very, very interesting story I came across, uh, which happened in 1985. And it was, it actually has a name. It's called Project Flagship. And this was a joint sting operation organized by the U.S. Marshals and the Metropolitan Police Department of Washington that resulted in the arrest of about 101 wanted fugitives. So what did they do? These fugitives actually voluntarily went to the Washington Convention Center by because they were responding to an invite sent by the law enforcement guys posing as a fictional TV company, okay? To claim, saying that you can claim two free tickets for the Super Bowl. So apparently between some Washington Redskins and some Cincinnati team. And you have a, basically you can win this match and you can get some raffle to go and attend the Super Bowl. So apparently all of these people descended there to collect that ticket. And that was the single largest bust in the history of US law enforcement. <laughs> they gave them Super Bowl tickets, called them there, and they arrested them all. So, so much for CSI and scientific <laughs> thinking. So, I thought it was a joke, but I went and looked it up. It's called Project Flagship, 1980, Operation Flagship. It, it, it's, it's actually a real-life incident. I don't know why they've not made a movie out of it yet. That's a good word. I, th- I think once done, but I presume it can... Never happened again, <laughs> but it was it's a, it's a fantastic. Uh, uh, unless you're giving some secret to eternal life or something, nobody's going to come now anymore. Or maybe yeah, you're right. Yeah, after after a hundred years, <laughs> someone can use this ploy to catch criminals. So I'm I'm going to talk about you know when we were doing all this, uh, we are trying to do these AI episodes, and it's it's the flavor of the month, right? Uh, not month actually, it's the flavor of this kind of wave of technology and uh, i came across a very interesting uh, term stochastic parrot so i thought i have to talk about stochastic parrot so stochastic parrot is a random repeating machine <laughs> so basically it's it's randomly repeats uh, you know uh, so it's a parrot right uh, repeating stuff 
so so this came in context of uh, uh, our good old chat gpt and gen ai that essentially chat gpt and gen ai will uh, uh, churn out factually incorrect stuff because they are just working on sounding right than being right and the whole model uh, is is based on the fact that uh, you know what comes next is based on what happened earlier right so so in a way it's 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 a random uh, repeating machine the analogy that the author who wrote that article was uh, was really fantastic so he said that chat gpt today is like a swiss army knife right so y- you do many things with it and and there will be a age when uh, ai will become more more specific and business centric and uh, stuff like that so he said that think of and and the second thing he mentioned was chat gpt works on uh, indexable web right and we we talked about it so which is just 4% of actual web so so they call it the pile right so chat gpt works on the pile the available pile so so the analogy was that think of top chefs of the world given a swiss army knife and a public area to forage food from which is a small pile and create dishes how can they create a, you know sushi or a sashimi with with a, not the right tool you know a swiss army knife which does many things but nothing great uh, all suboptimal and and a pile of food uh, which is just a randomly available uh, publicly available pile so that was kind of a summary of uh, you know what we are uh, getting a stochastic parrot churning out stuff from 4% of web so in fact this strangely enough you know so if you remember there was this highly publicized case of this lady getting fired from google and the uh, name of her paper was on the danger of stochastic parrot parrots can language models be too big so actually <laughs> that, that was the this thing so i mean and and we kind of also seem to have a fascination for parrots i mean that is why i chose other other than asses but yeah i mean that's another story <laughs> so i'm going to move from horses and asses and parrots to something very different all of us uh, when we stay at a hotel right and starting with Samiran's uh, Samiran started with a poser and I'm going to end with one uh, at my end. So here's a thought, right? When we stay at a hotel, we tip the staff which takes care of us, right? Think about it. And there are like international guidelines in terms of how much you should tip in which country, blah, 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 right? So you stay at a hotel and depending on the service that you get, you give a gratuity or a tip. the modern word is gratuity and so the dipping system if you think about it is very tr- difficult to trace back right to when it first started however whichever version i read of it or whichever story i read of it the division of classes always played a role and that kind of got me thinking so tipping in restaurants started in european coffee houses and things like that and it got me thinking saying that if we pay for gratuities for good service or service which should be delivered efficiently in restaurants in hotels in whatever what about gratuities or tips that you would pay in hospitals i mean so a hotel is pleasure it's about fun times it's about great times and then you have a hospital where you are going to be there or you know close one is going to be there in the hospital getting full care 
and any mistake on the part i mean a restaurant serving you slightly bad food is uh, still acceptable but think about it in a hospital if the the nurse or the ward boy <laughs> makes a mistake it could be a grave critical error and therefore but and i started looking for what is the etiquette for gratuities to hospital staff or health professionals typically you wouldn't pay gratuity to doctors but nurses ward boys ambulance drivers there's so many right support staff and nowhere around the globe have i found a uh, an international guideline to gratuities to healthcare professionals so a restaurant typically right all over the world says 10% of your bill is supposed to be your gratuity would you pay 10% of a hospital bill as gratuity to staff which may have possibly saved your life so that's the pose of on this one shorts from my end i hope that gets you thinking about all the people who take care of you in your life and what do you think the gratuities or tips should what about you know sorry i had to i had to do this uh, nilesh i know this one must have totally caught you by surprise because um <laughs> no so it's it's a great it's not something we've had a conversation on it, it's a it's a great a great question honestly and uh, thought provoking i don't know whether uh, i would i would say that uh, yes is there a standard can't draw a standard because the bill really varies in, in a hospital food bills will have a kind of a upper and lower limit because humanly possible how much can you eat kind of but but yeah very interesting and that maybe that is why there is no norm but uh, they do at times you know they go above and beyond what boys and why not correct um so on that slightly um, thought provoking note uh, we come to the end of another shorts from three techies we hope you enjoy our shorts as much as we do um, but don't forget to tune into our long episodes too we've done a recent one which is very interesting on ai and we're now following it up with another interesting one on the economics and the behind the scenes of ai so look forward to hearing from you listening and look forward to you listening to all of our episodes long and short thanks a lot guys and bye Thank you for tuning in to this episode of 3 Techies Banter. Just wanted to say a big thank you to Amazon Music once again for partnering with us on this episode of the podcast. Music